10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's... There's no need to fear. Hey everybody, welcome back to Super Black, an all-black panel podcasting experience where we talk about all things superhero, past, present, and future. From Marvel and DC to anime, there is no stone we will leave unturned as we take a deep dive into the genre of super-powered individuals and the worlds they inhabit. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Zuri Washington. I use she, her pronouns, and you can follow me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. That's Zuri with a Z, not Suri with an S. I'll leave it to the rest of today's super panel to introduce themselves. Take it away. <coughs> Hello, true believers. This is Rose Andre, OG fanboy and actor extraordinaire. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on the IG under Rosie, R-O-L-L-S-I-E. Get in touch. Let's start the conversation. Hey, this is Richard Harden from Atlanta. Uh, I'm a financial educator by day, unless the Avengers need me. Love talking about this stuff. So glad to find a tribe. My pronouns are he and him. You can find me on Instagram at Richard underscore Harden. Remember, this isn't tax time. We get taxed all the time. Hello, hello. My name is Sheridan. My pronouns are she, her, and you can find me on Instagram at Island Zephyr Cooks if you're interested in food that has no animal products in it whatsoever. <laughs> hey, everybody. Omar here, Everyday Ordinary Comic Nerd. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Copyright or on IG at Original with a zero underscore Gamester. Um, here to talk comics and have fun. Hey everybody, uh, Jamal James. You can follow me at the Jamal James because somebody else took my name as well on Instagram. Um, big, big comic book nerd. Love Superman. Love Captain America. Love Batman. All in that order. In that order. <laughs> that order specifically. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on IG at Super Black Podcast, or you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Super Podcast. But now that we are all assembled, let's get started. Today's topic is the, quote, blacking of superheroes or characters in superhero uh, genre. Uh, for example, the blacking of Nick Fury, um, making characters black where they had once not been black. Do we like it? Do we hate it? Are we, do we care? Um, it happen more often. Great. Should it have more options? Yes. Omar's in the middle on this. Um, well, I, I'm in favor of it. <laughs> but Omar, I, I forgot to mention this. We should have sounded a dope shirt alert for this this shirt. I know the people on the podcast won't hear this, but I need to know where your, your tailor, sir. I need that. Oh, <laughs> this is, you, you got to ask my kids, my kids and my wife, because they got this. Uh, Dad, uh, love you 3000. Well, and it's the Avengers A. It's the Avengers A. Yes, that was from that's from Endgame. Endgame, yes. There, there is a get it a store called Lunchbox, which does sell that type of shirt, or not like maybe not that exact type of shirt, but there, there are there is a place called Lunchbox. Box lunch, or sorry, or there you go, box lunch. There we go. There we go. My bad. Box lunch. Yeah, box lunch. They sell all types of geekery, geekery sh shirts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's great. It's great. I wore the shirt. I, them I wore the shirt specifically for you guys today. Oh. <laughs> and I wore this shirt for everyone to buy a t-shirt. Right. This is a super yeah. black t-shirt. I made it on custom ink myself, and you can buy it from me and just DM me on Super Black Podcast, and I'll send it to you for twenty five dollars plus shipping and handling. And then, <laughs> and then we can simultaneously show up in uniform. It'll be mm -hmm. like yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. podcast crew. So, uh, so Omar, you, you're the first person I saw that uh, gave a, a, a reaction. So <laughs> tell, tell well, me why you, you feel in the middle about it. 
I'm more thumbs down than I'm thumbs up. I'm I'm okay depending, but more mm thumbs -hmm. down. Um, <clears throat> the reason being, it kind of goes back to Jamal. I'm sure you recall. It it kind of leans into the conversation we had about what if Superman were black. Remember we talked about that? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I I just feel like, you know, if there are original iconic characters, um, I don't. I of course I want more black superheroes, right? I do. But I don't think we need to utilize characters that have already been imprinted in our brains as something and then use those actual characters. Like a black Superman doesn't have to be Clark Kent from the universe that we know him. It can be a different universe, right? So we don't need the Clark Kent or the Batman or the Spider-Man that we know, the Peter Parker, to all of a sudden be black. We can have a Miles Morales, right? We don't need that. So I'm Or all in icon. favor. Right. Mm I, -hmm. I don't I don't want a black Steve Rogers. I don't want a black Bruce Wayne, but there can be a black Batman. You know? Sure. It's totally But different. <clears throat> Black Batman. I I agree. Well, I I mean, agree with you. I agree with you, but I but I think also like the fact that the fact that like that um I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who are into the the non-comic book incarnations of these characters don't really know about the comic book incarnation. I don't think I don't think a lot of people who've seen all the Avengers movies know there was a white Nick Fury. I Right. I, I didn't just always assume there was Right. Sam Right. Jackson, right? So like so like you know I think I think like it, you know I mean I I I agree on principle because I think it's lazy um, and patronizing, but at the same time. Um, You know, I mean, I can't as a fanboy say, well, just because it offends my my thing, because a lot of people don't even know from the comics. A lot of people Well, don't right. even have no idea. And as I will say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just wanted to go back to what Rose said really quick. Uh, with the Nick Fury, I'm okay with that. And that's why I had to thumb this way, right? Because I'm okay with that because he's from an alternate universe. There was kind of like a merging, right? Whereas if you change a character and you act like that was the origins as if there was no other origin, period, um, try, it, it just kind of changes things for me because they actually wrote that into the storyline. You know, so to to and even though it's forgotten now, but it was there was a transition, and so it was explained. And to pretend is, you know, I, I just don't feel like borrowing uh, is the better way. I think original creation is important, which is why Black Panther was such a great um, success in the box office. Mm hmm. Uh, um, so, I mean, it, it, well, here's here's my thought about it, because the reality that we, we're seeing, especially as it trends with superheroes and them becoming movies is reboots. So we're going to keep bringing back Spider-Man, but don't make somebody black to be in there. So, for example, you know, Jamie Foxx. Now, he was a terrible Electro the first time. I really do appreciate it. Got rid of the comb over and all that stuff. And it wasn't because of the blue lightning, which he keeps saying in every interview. He talks about, he was like, it was the blue. And I was like, no, it was bad portrayal. Like, what were you doing? Which I don't even blame him for. I that that movie I do. was just bad writing No, all around. but he, allegedly, allegedly Jamie He had Foxx say. was the one has say in that gap in his teeth and that comb over and those glasses. It was allegedly Jamie Foxx. So it was 100% Jamie Foxx's fault. But to make him, but to make him a nerd is—I don't think that was his I think choice. I think that was him. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I, I if I remember the conversation at the time, it was Jamie Foxx's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if and they were like, sure, you're Jamie Foxx, you've won an Academy Award. We don't care. <laughs> but Interesting. um but Um, I would like to say I love these nuanced like responses of like yes the to the blackening. I'm gonna be real. I enjoy the blackening because it pisses off racists. That's my reason. <laughs> like, fill my cup with your anger. <laughs> <laughs> I thrive on it. Ah, uh, ah. no, I like that. That's I guess that'd be a silver lining for me. It is. That's all I can. Like, yes. Oh, you mad? Oh, you mad? Good. You Be big mad. man. <laughs> Um, I, I think I can understand to a certain extent why, like, I don't like when things, this is how I feel about casting in general. As an actress, I don't like when colorblind casting is employed. Color conscious casting is very interesting to me. If you make, if you make Bruce Wayne black, that changes his story. So how does that change the story? You have to think about it. I have always thought, wouldn't it be cool if Harley Quinn was black? Because my thought process behind a black Harley Quinn 
um, Harleen Quinzel is she was born with vitiligo and her mm. vitiligo is the shape of like her, like the Harlequin diamonds and yada, mm. yada, yada. So her name in tandem with her vitiligo just make, and she was probably teased her entire life and yada, yada, yada. So when the Joker comes in and says, you're beautiful, that means something mm -hmm. wow. like to that, that woman. I like that. So, so now, you know. Now, Sheridan, thank you for giving me another point. I did not even think about making um, making the haters man. That was only for my own enjoyment. Yes, and, and because they're mad, we can get them a cake. They can be super mad. <laughs> but here's the other thing. I mean, especially part of it is how I grew up, right? If I think about you know starting to tune in to cartoons and comics in the mid you know mid to early seventies. It, there weren't a lot of choices in terms of who who I could dress up as, right? They didn't even have under rules for black characters. It was like, you just, you just gonna have to pretend you're Superman, bro. But, but especially if you think about the level of swagger that Sam Jackson added as the Nick Fury character. I mean, cause they did, they did try initial boot of um, Nick Fury as like, was it Hasselhoff that they had as? Yeah, because that was yeah. a, that was a, like, was, that was a Nick Fury movie, wasn't it? It was his right. own. It was garbage. It was <laughs> like you better call a kid, man. I, I don't know. You were much cooler. <laughs> you Night Rider. This, this is awful. Well, I'm very, I'm very proud that like I'm very proud because of the great work that they did. Bruce Tim and all them did on that Justice League TV show. That like mm -hmm. a generation of kids grew up thinking Green Lantern was a black man. Mm -hmm. John Stewart was Green Lantern. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, I, I think because without the comic book, because uh, I, I don't read comic cause, books cause like we that. Because Al Jordan, right? Right. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like and, and I don't read yeah. comic books like that. So that Green Lantern portrayal was extremely important to me. And when we mm -hmm. talked to Phil Lamar about all of this, you know, it was important to him having Jon Stewart, but then also Shire Hall though visibly she looks uh, like Caucasian, her mm -hmm. actress was Latina. So mm -hmm. like that was really important to him um, because you know, voice actors, they can get whoever they want and pretend like, oh, mm -hmm. this is a black character, even though it's uh, then, then it's a white voice actor. And then was the representation actually there? I don't know. But mm -hmm. that was really important to him that they made the conscious effort to mm -hmm. uh, diversify the voice acting cast. But you were about to say, Jamal? No, I was just saying like, for me, I'm it's a. I'm glad you brought up the voice acting because that's that leads me to like two things. Like one, sometimes with voice actors, I'm like I don't. I, I honestly sometimes I just don't care as long as that person is like actually good. Like for me, mm -hmm. Wonder Woman. Like uh, the fact that Rosario Dawson for me knocks it out of the park as Wonder Woman as a voice actor. I'm like I would rather you play Wonder Woman in real life. Um, well, I'd rather you play Wonder Woman. I, I, I would, would just like you play in real life too. <laughs> I agree. Um, but like, it's been properly moved and seconded <laughs> by the black delegation. Black delegation. <laughs> just like she would be great. She would be great. But the the blackening thing that we're that we're getting on here is like I the black uh, where Omar was talking about. Like I I'm also like for me for me and this is only for me specifically. There's there's something about like taking a character and putting someone who is black like when you when you look at a history of a character and say like whiteness is not needed in order for this character to live thrive or or or, or support an engrossing story like for me it would be really hard for me to think of Batman as a black person not no. that black people can't have rich can't be rich but that like this is a person who makes all of these things. And who almost always, when he has a chance to do something as Bruce Wayne, doesn't do it. Like he's doing it as Batman. As a black mm. person, I would, I would. There's a part of me that's like, if you've got a black dad, a black mom, and you've got a black butler, and they aren't talking to you about black history, about helping them out the community, and you're choosing not to, like, a, like there's something. You're about assuming the butler is black, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm all like, black is on the whole thing. He just blacked it out. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, as a, as a, for some reason in my brain, I would think, like, there's something about being a Black person where you would not, like, privilege as a Black person <coughs> in a community if you're trying to be, like, that. there's something about that 
dichotomy of being in, as Batman that I feel like he would not shirk his duty as Bruce Wayne as much. I disagree mm -hmm. because have you seen how the Smiths and the Carters up until a certain point in their careers have decided they were just about themselves. They do mm -hmm. things either underneath um, and that's not even I'm, I'm not I'm not we're not going to talk about the Oscars no. so we're mm -hmm. not going to get there but mm -hmm. it's literally this is an opinion I've held of the Smiths for a very long time is mm -hmm. that they're all about pushing up their kids and their brand and their whole thing but when it comes to like supporting the black community i don't see it well i just don't see it like it um like it not not in the way that like um get out of here i i agree with you playing in the chat i agree with you the 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 only thing i i'd counter that with is that um the batman character though inherently cares more about humanity overall than the Smiths or Carters would could ever. Right? Oh, sure. So sure. so yes. because of that reason, I agree with Jamal. Because because he actually cares more. He, 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 the money came to him. He didn't he didn't like a lot of money came to him. Of course he grew more. Yeah. But but you know he used that to level the playing field in a sense and strike back and try to create, a, um, I guess, a, more of an equilibrium in it because crime was taking over. It was crime riddled, right? And so the the other ways for it, it, in the white Batman's world, it, that's the best way to do it, right? Is with uh, is fighting as Batman because most of the criminals are white, most of the issues are white. But a black Batman is going to see that the inner cities are messed up and that he can't just do it as Batman, but I also have to do it as Bruce Wayne. See, I, I, okay. I, it's not that I disagree with you fundamentally. What I think, though, is that, which I think that white Bruce Wayne accomplishes as well, uh, or depending on the version, of course, but, um, but what white Bruce Wayne accomplishes is creating this dichotomy so that people would never think twice about Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. as it pertains to being a dangerous I got figure. You from there. It, 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 to and separate them. To They're, separate them. They're yeah, different people completely. And so mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne is a mask for what Batman accomplishes. And so I can see the reason why I like I, I've thought about this. I'm like, in a world in which Bruce Wayne is black, what does that mean to me? Okay, his parents are both black. If we are going even with like a Thomas Wayne wanting to be a political figure, that's a dangerous political figure to have. A black man with that much money. So of course someone wants to kill him. Or mm -hmm. in the context, maybe um maybe in that context uh someone mistook this black family uh, no matter how well to do they were for thugs so they killed those two parents like who knows i don't, I don't know like it, it, there's so many permutations of what makes sense to me for a black bruce wayne and that would change a, a, some fundamental things about the character but i think the base things would stay the same also his relationship with the cops would his 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 aversion to them and then like you know uh the relationship he has to jim would be more special to me mm -hmm. um given uh depending on what happened to his parents and how they handled that because maybe the police didn't handle that that case well because it was a black family mm -hmm. no matter how rich but they that's were. what i'm but that's what i'm that's what i'm saying is like is it, it it's like there's something about the experience of like saying i am a black person in this country since a good portion of mm -hmm. the superheroes that we're talking about are with american backgrounds mm -hmm. uh, or, or, or at least um is that I, I feel like if there's something specific in that dynamic that doesn't stop them from being that superhero who they are like essentially if we were like to break down what mm -hmm. makes this person that character that's what i'm like great all, i'm all for it if there's something in the way of like that upbringing that gets away from what they are but I don't like think, crazy. how does it get away from so, what? I don't think anything so of that think gets away from who Batman is or who Bruce Wayne is as a character. Uh, again, like, I don't think. Uh, the reason why I brought up the Smiths and the Carters, and when I say the Carters, I mean uh, Jay Z and Beyonce, because Beyonce. people were pe people were screaming at the Carters. They were like, "Shit is going down. What are you doing?" Mm -hmm. Like they weren't doing anything publicly. There was nothing public facing that the Carters were doing, and uh, and I and I heard in the in, in the aftermath of that um, outcry that they'd been doing a lot of stuff kind of behind the scenes, kind yeah. of underground, right. and like if you knew about it, you knew about it. But that's not I don't think that that's helpful generally speaking but that being said I think that that he would be of that kind of 
um, upper echelon of black people. You know, at a, cer- a certain mm-hmm. level, when you're making money like that, black some black people like to pretend like they're not black anymore. Or the Smiths, because one, I, I don't know any of them. And, and also, I, I think the for me, I would never even adjudicate the the Waynes as a as a as a thing to be like this on the same level because one, like we're talking about people who have a a, a history of entrepreneurship in the comic books. I would be more akin of show, putting the Obamas as uh, on the tier of Thomas and Martha Wayne than th- there's there's I feel like that that. That That's how high up you gotta go. Well, well, but, uh, but, here's, but here's, I mean, sure, the Obama. Sorry, but here's, here, here's the challenge, though. The type of billionaires that the Waynes are don't exist in the black community. Like, if we're talking about the Smiths and the Carters, that's first generation money. They made that money. That's old money. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, what, what Bruce Wayne is like, the Waynes have as much they're money. They're foundational as, like, to Gotham, you know? Or at least go pretty yes. far back. Right. They they're, go pretty far they're, back. They're, they're, they're like the equivalent Rockefeller Carnegie money. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. That's slave money. For that to have been a black, for that to have been a, a, a black, um, a black family, that would have had to have been in uh, a black, a black. Um, I would say black more Wall Street, like black right? Wall Street. That's, what, black that's Wall where it would have, it would have had to begin from back then. And, and it would, right. Yeah, it would have to be a, a a a universe in which Black Wall Street was allowed to thrive, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Yeah. uh. Or perhaps even, what am I thinking of? Oh, um, I'm thinking of Interview with a Vampire because they recently cast, or recently, it wasn't recent, but um, they cast a Black man as Louis, who in the original movie was played by Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. And people were freaking out that he was Black. They were like, that doesn't make any sense. Blah, 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 blah. And also he owns slaves. Black people own slaves. In Louisiana? In Louisiana? Like, that was just a sign of power. That was a sign, like, that's how you had money was owning slaves. So oh, I, 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 I like I, I would be interested in the exploration of either an alternate, like, because it would be, an, it's an alternate universe, no matter mm-hmm. which way you shake the dice on that. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But, so I think, um, yeah. I think a core point that we're coming back around to is if you end up with an, you know, the archetype of a character actually changing either their origin or their fit into their narrative, it doesn't make a good place for them to suddenly be black, mm-hmm. right? I Not mean, suddenly, it, no. No, I mean, or or just the, the new version of Batman Four comes out and suddenly is Michael Jai White. It's like what? Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. You can't just but, suddenly. You have to explain. You'd have to explain a lot. Like there's a lot yeah. that you'd have to go into See, it. I would well, think that, that. And, that, and I that's would, what I think. Like yeah, if, ahead, if Richard, we think about, especially characters that have mantle passing, like Green mm-hmm. Lantern. It's a perfect character to cross into another. Yes. To be selected as honorable from within the race to represent right. the sector. Easy, easy story. Wow. Oh, oh, I almost, remind me of this. Money Magazine did, they did an analogy across universes of richest superheroes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that? I think mm-hmm. I have seen that. Yeah. So, because I think Iron it was is, number, is, is Tony Stark more? Tony, so it is at five to one, number five was um the white queen what's her name um emma frost emma frost, emma frost. Yeah. four was oh. charles xavier and then it was bruce wayne was like number three is bruce wayne tony stark and t'challa for the win <laughs> oh sure oh, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah the whole country of natural resources yeah yeah so. But I mean, and you know, but even if you think about that idea, I think, places, they come in there. I think the places <laughs> where the, the blacking works out best is where there's still peripheral characters. So take, for example, the um, the MJ that's now Michelle Jones, not Mary mm-hmm. J. Watson. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I know she's not. I don't know if she she's not black, is she? What, what is what is her? No, ethnicity? she is. Yeah, she's black. She's she just black and white. I'm sorry, Rich. I just wanted to say about what you were pointing out about the uh, the Money Magazine article with the. Oh, it's funny how the 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 even in a, a, a fantasy world of comic books, none of those characters are richer than the billionaires today, in real life. Mm. Right. None of them. It is That's amazing. Wild. Well, That's well crazy. except except mm-hmm. T'Challa. He's a trillionaire. But is he? Is he a trillionaire? Yeah. Okay. As long as, well, the, that, as, long mm-hmm. as the value of vibranium stays. 
Oh yeah. 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 But okay, but the rest of them, I I, I remember seeing. But the rest of them like, are like are they really only like thirteen billion? billion? Like really? That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't even make. That honestly doesn't even make any sense to me. At a certain it doesn't level. Just at like, all. I'm like, given Lex what Luther, the, the Lex, what? Like none yeah, of these guys yeah. are worth at least eighty billion. Tony has mm -hmm. government contracts. Mind blown. I was like, yeah. it makes no sense. Makes it no sense. Make it it's trying to it's oh. trying to what make them more relatable to the buyers of the comics. That's true. What about a <laughs> black Robin or a um, black Batman Beyond? That's I was talking to someone oh. about a black Batman Beyond the other day. Um, someone well, thought he it, was Asian. Yeah, they thought he, he was Asian. They what? Well, Terry, Terry McGinnis was Asian. Terry. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think Terry was Asian for some reason. He's, I mean, he's, he's, kinda, not, an he's not an exact clone, right? He's not an exact clone of Bruce, right? That cartoon where he kind of looks, he's got- He looks a little, the I, he's I know. Drawn. And then there, but there's a, there's an African Batman, oh, there's Batwing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yes. David, um, David something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, all I know is that he's in the bat. What's the Batman Family Values webtoon comic that's on? <laughs> that's am, on webtoon. It's funny because I'm. I think I'm good with all of that, right? I'm good with uh, Anthony Mackie being Captain America now because there was a transition. There was a mantle, mm -hmm. right. right? Hand in the mantle. I'm good with yeah, I, I'm good with all of that. I'm even good with the reimagining of a Batman as black or a Superman as black, as long as they can tell the story around those characters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm and but but the only thing is I'm good with those, but I'm good with them as an alternative, like a what if. Mm -hmm. I'm not good with them as a permanent replacement and in the in the main universe. Well here's okay. okay, but I because That's I, my I, personal I, I, I hear you, so, I hear you because I don't think for me personally I don't think of like if there was a black uh, Captain America from the get go, that would be a completely different story. Like there wouldn't be any of these like Hundred percent. What's the song? Man with a plan. Like there wouldn't be any of that. There wouldn't like the story would be completely different. It's like what but, is Magneto without the Holocaust, right? What are they going to do in fifty yeah, years? How are like, they going to write the story like, of Magneto? A His story origin. to be told here right. that I that I don't. If the story is too different in order for that for the essence of that character to still like be there, then I think that's a, it's doing a disservice instead of like what the what the story is. Or I, I think it's just a, a give or take. Like I did not see the last Fantastic Four movie to this day because I heard so much. I still terrible. haven't seen it. <laughs> right? I still have not seen it. But everyone was like, I'm okay with this choice of Michael B. Jordan being here. This is fine. This is fine. And I was like, oh, is it? Did they explain it? Is it, is it just there? I'm like, okay. But I still have seen audio on our end. For me, changing the race of anyone in the Fantastic Four doesn't bother me because for me, that there's something about the story, the way that the story is told that it, race was not necessarily a, a factor. It doesn't to change someone's race in that family of those four doesn't take them to change those four at all for me. But like, there's there are characters where I feel like it definitely, definitely would. Pause for one second. Who's someone's neighbor is doing like yard work? What does that sound? Yeah, it's like yeah. a. It's like. I don't. Oh, it's, it's my neighbor. He he, uh, he heard I was on a podcast talking about black superheroes, and so he had to go blow his leaves like right away. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Um, uh, it sounds better now. Do, but yeah, it does do sound better now. Makes sense. What'd you say? Do I need to mute? Not right now, but if you hear it, if you do hear it again, can you just mute yourself if you're not talking? Okay. Cool. Um, great. Restarting the conversation. Um, <laughs> yes, I I so, think I I think that the um, I I don't feel like I feel like it's exciting as opposed to like I don't think I think I have to do too much mental gymnastics to like it's just figuring it out. Does it make sense? Can I make mm -hmm. this make sense? It, I I think in some context, if I remember correctly, the Cobblepot family is supposed to be like when I'm talking about the penguin. The penguin. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's supposed to be like. They're from like old, old, old money, like old, yeah. like older than the Waynes. And one of the reasons why Cobb Cobblepot hates Bruce Wayne because they are actually nouveau riche by comparison to what the Cobblepots are. Mm. Um, and so 
in some world that's still that, that leaning into that aspect of it still makes sense to me. And again, of course, this is an alternate universe. I am not a fan of like just changing the continuity for the sake of changing continuity. It has to be thought out. You mm -hmm. have to know the subject matter so well and so intrinsically that you can then turn it on its head. That's what they did so well in Watchmen. They know David Lind uh, Damon Lindelof knew that subject matter, knew that original graphic novel so well that he was able to be like, okay, boo, 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 boo. And I don't know whose original idea it was to make Hooded Justice black, but whoever's idea that was is a genius. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know what I mean? Because that's that's the example of blackening a character, if you want to talk about blackening a character. Yeah. Because people literally, they, they made, in the context of Watchmen, the TV series, of course, they had uh, a whole Cheyenne Jackson playing, um, which Cheyenne Jackson is a very white actor with very blue eyes, mm -hmm. um, playing the character. And then for them to retcon and explain why it was the way that it was and why it makes sense, I fully bought into it um, mm -hmm. and, and the story that they were trying to tell. So mm -hmm. again, um, if they were, um, if they were able to blacken any character with that amount of thought and care and consciousness, mm -hmm. I'm okay with it um, in, 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 that, in those specific contexts. Well, and it's- part, um, really do it, I mean, and I think they're able to do more and better with Watchmen because even though it's well-written and well-known, it's well-written and well-known to a very few. Like it, you, you see what I'm saying? Like. A lot, yeah. even I mean, me, by like comparison to Batman like, and Superman, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. right. So it, it's, it's like, you know, Miles Morales is as close as we're going to come to Peter Parker being black, and I'm any, good with that. Any right? comic that any comic that has its origins and mostly sticks to graphic novel format is going to be few, and it's going to be known by very few. Because graphic even novels tend to be dark and drab, and they, 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 right. they don't sell across the board even with right. the movies oh. like sin city and uh yeah, that, yeah things like those that kind yeah. of things and sometimes i just oh, find it. myself asking the question that if i'm reading something and i know that the origins of that person like if i read something that's like any comic book character and i have to ask myself the question is the reason why this person is white is just because the writer was right way back in the day if i find myself answering yes to that question then i'm okay with the change like it, that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like it has to make there has to be a reason for it that's that if the race changes, the, the character isn't going to just disappear or like their, 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 their arc or what they're going through is just going to necessarily just vanish. Like, because right. that's, that's technically in a, in a way sometimes kind of like lazy writing where you're like, uh, right. we're just going to switch some things out and it's not going to make any sense here. And I don't, is, I can get. Well, and I think, I think one of the cool things though, because this is, this is a big part of, again, just loving the new casting is getting to see faces that look like mine show up like, if you're watching Superman back in the day, the show was black and white, but everybody was white. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and then living in Atlanta, that's just a disconnect. It's like, that's a whole nother planet. I don't even, I ain't <laughs> never been to a place with that many white But, but by having <laughs> characters show up black, it does give that opportunity. Are you turning up champagne on us, Jamal? Right, like right in the middle of the No, no, no. This is Perrier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you petty it. <laughs> so you can have that perfect product place, but he is ready for that commercial. Nah, nah, I'm I'm the the other man. Man. A little bit of wine for the podcast. But um but especially with um, you know, with my daughters being black actors, I you know, I want to I want superhero movies where they could show up without it having to be necessarily a brand new thing trying mm -hmm. to break into mainstream. Now, I'll tell you an example of an inconsequential blackening of a character was Morpheus is Perry White. Right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morpheus is Perry White. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Lawrence like me when I, say, when, I say, when I say Terminator Daddy and when I'm talking about what's his name from and uh, peacemaker. Yeah, but you, see, that's um, the thing. It's like, do you see it's unnecessary, or does it like where you're like, I doesn't does he does it matter what race he is? Does it like actually matter? Well, it's the combination. Mm -hmm. It could have been anyone. As a matter of fact, it was you know kind of an underutilization of you know of Larry Fishburne for me. You know, it's like, eh. right? They it, you're not going to get to do anything other than, than that. Much. That's it. Yeah. So. I think um, for me, 
on a serious, not going back to racist tears. Um, <laughs> but I think when you blacken a character, we've all been talking about, I think it's important to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it makes it so much better and it makes it the character so much richer. Like when that whole Batman conversation was going on, I was imagining a Batman that had money and had to pretend that he wasn't helping the community and that, you know, black folks on the surface level hated Bruce Wayne, Bruce Bruce. You know, they they hated <laughs> the idea of him not helping the community, having no idea that Batman's really, you know, I just this this whole storyline came up in my head, you know, similar to George Floyd, where, you know, corrupt cop and he doesn't do anything on the surface to help, but then he goes and takes out, you know, the corrupt cop in the on on the other underground and puts the evidence mm-hmm. out there. And the black community having no idea that Batman did it, and they never know. They just it or you know they don't know that Bruce Bruce Wayne is actually helping, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like we find out the Carters are donating all this money, but they could be doing more. Love you, Beyonce. But be doing more. Um, but all of that, that nuance is very interesting to me. And that is a world that I would like to see. I do agree that it should be, you know, a multiverse situation because right now, you know, Bruce Wayne makes more sense as a white dude. Um, but in a different world, I would love to see that. I would love mm-hmm. to see how Bruce Wayne would handle being a black man with money and having to play certain way in public and hating the persona that he has in public because of that, you know, hating that he has to act that way around white people, hating everybody around him, and then getting a being able to actually do something about it as Batman. To, to Sharon's point, in the Batman, the movie, the Batman that just came mm-hmm. out, um, the, it was the first time they acknowledged anybody's race in any Batman ever, <laughs> like period. Oh, really? Like, mm. y- yes, because uh, what's uh, what's her butt? Zoe Kravitz yeah. was like, she was like, these white dudes and da 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 da. She's talking to Batman, who she knows is white, but she thinks is poor like her. She mm. thinks that he must be in some way, shape, or form. In, because they are so fully aligned on other things, she thinks they must have more in common than they don't. Um, and she talks about stealing Bruce Wayne and gear. Thomas Wayne. She thinks he's um, stealing his gear and creating. They, I don't know. She she didn't. She, they don't get into that part right, of it. Right, but what no, she I does know, say to him, like what she does say to him, because um, they the acknowledgement that Selena Kyle is black, like mm-hmm. that she she was like I she was like. Um, very much identified with being a mixed race person in the context of that movie. Um, and so therefore I have to, because the, the movie acknowledged that about Catwoman, that means Jim Gordon as a black higher up in the department is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there are other beat cops that are around that are black. There's a darker skinned dude that has a line sometime, but w- when they're trying to like steal Batman stuff from him or whatever, but like, but having Jim Gordon be second in command basically of the department is a really big deal. Having Jeffrey Wright be Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. So um I remember thinking I had wished that, you know, what's black and blue and dead all over. I was like, I was like, I hope that this is like, they like kidnapped Jim Gordon and that the black is like Jim Gordon being black and blue is because he's a cop. But I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. Omar, can you blame uh, Catwoman for saying that? Because that doesn't look like rich gear to me. Like this is the first Batman where like all of the things are like, they're, they're you know, extra. Well- but they're not rich. It doesn't feel like rich money, like with the gear. It looks like it's poor and dark and grungy and well, it like kind of looks like that. But I guess, I guess to make to make, and I guess it depends on at what point she would have said that in the movie or felt that way in the movie, right? Because if you if you look at what he survived, I mean, come mm-hmm. on, a wingsuit from the top of the building. Well, she didn't see that, and, right? So she may not have seen that. But shot. I didn't believe that. Shot, to, to 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 take to take yeah, uh, that many bullets and a shotgun blast to the chest point blank. I mean, that's not some something you're going to just put together from the streets. You, you're not going to be able to do that. And the Batmobile, the way it roared to life the way it did, I mean, there's no way that was just a regular uh, muscle car, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, I, 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 I get it, right? She, she, you know, people are of means in Gotham and, and she had a nice little collection and she, you know, she had a nice little collection of stuff too. 
So yeah. she um, stole she stole right. a cool like That's, thousands and thousands of dollars at least. I wasn't sure yeah. how much money was yeah. in that that bag. I, I did I did want to bring up a, a couple of points about this and one I know is, is gonna be controversial, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> the first the first well I think it will be. The first of which though is um changing a character um not not the hero but the actual person right changing the character mm -hmm. from white to black i feel personally it gives less power to the black creation because um coming up with something that is original is is more powerful it it, it really is um there creates us it creates a sense of um me too you just you just had to take from us because you couldn't come up with your own kind of thing right there's no originality there's no so it's it's that kind of thing and for me i i know that can be argued but for me i i see more power overall in in uh creating things from the ground up that are for black people right so Maybe. even though there are some benefits to co-opting or pulling in but i do see more power in an original creation i see more power for us well, yes, I see more, but I don't see more power for the wider, uh, in, in the sense of, no. I don't know. There's a lot of pick me energy when it comes to this kind of thing. But mm. I, what, what I, what I'm struggling with in what you said is that um, I think Rich said earlier about Samuel Jackson playing Nick Fury. Like, there's children that, <laughs> literal children that are like. Nick Fury's black. Like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? Like, they have no idea. And um, and he's such an instrumental character in the Avengers everything. Um, so changing the characters where it makes sense to do so is so important because you're iconic characters. Not to say that you can't write iconic characters. Miles Morales has gained so much popularity in the last 10 years that he's existed. Um, or yeah, 10 years that he's existed. But that being said, overall, it's so hard to break in these days with a new character into these right. universes that have thousands of characters. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and people are not willing to, are not always willing, 90% of the time are not always willing to give the same amount of love, attention, mm -hmm. and adoration. That's why they are able to kill off these characters, these, uh, these X-Men that pop on for a second and they're like, well, they're too similar to Wolverine, so let's kill them off because whatever like <laughs> just for shits and giggles and I, mean, I i think that um i i i i think for us like to have something like uh kwanzaa osajefo's black is really important and really great and i'm glad a movie's being made about it and people will go to watch it but for people who consider media iconography to be super important and like history it, they don't care about things like black we care like we do um they made a whole episode in south park about how like cartman walking around saying token just admit black panther just wasn't as good as people say it is that was he what he did the entire yep. the entire episode um was undercutting the importance of what black panther did and black panther is actually an important character in the history of of comic book everything so it, it, it I, I i understand what you're saying but i think it's so important that we keep when we can when we keep doing these little things both as like a solidification of our existence in pre-existing mm -hmm. culture because we've always been there people just haven't thought about us yep right and, and i think that's what i think that's what i i'm, I'm trying to get at like so, and and i think I, to the point like something that omar was saying does resonate with me is like the fact that Black Panther envisions this whole technologically isolated, non-colonized, original creation feels very powerful and empowering to me. The question becomes, how many of those projects can we get out? Like, historically, yeah, think... who would have the funding to do the Black Panther story? Well, that's what, that's what I, I think that then you take you need you need opportunities for those because right now uh, my my dad just sent me an article the other day that was about like where uh, Marvel is having like a summit for like ten creators to like write new stuff that are just black artists and I was like oh that's great that's great I think it's like trying to funnelize find opportunities to put those 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 voices in a powerful place because you know Marvel is 
Marvel is a king of comic book writing. Like it's right. a, it is like just like DC is. So like I and think Milestone has been having like mm -hmm. a, a a re what's the word I'm looking for resurgence resurgence yeah uh, Milestone has been having a resurgence as well really but uh, yeah th th there was a whole I think I talked about it one episode like are they DC still. <clears throat> Uh, are, they, are they separate now? Don't uh, let, let me yeah. not say I, I'm not entirely sure, but I remember mm. Ally. Uh, I think I said Ally and Milestone Media did a partnership to. Uh, they were like, yeah, we're giving like a hundred thousand dollars to new creators. I think the same thing as what the Marvel thing, probably um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the same vein. Um, and but Love to Milestone. to but then but then me thinking about Milestone, um, you know, Milestone Media of the characters that were created by milestone media static is the only thing that has stood the test of time mm -hmm. um and that's sad because i'm sure there are other cool characters that are in there um and things that should get their moment in the sun so to speak but they just haven't had that opportunity it's not like black creators haven't been creating mm -hmm. they've been they've been trying we've talked to a couple of them and how difficult are the games that they've had to play in order to even get to where they are now yeah so, so. I, I just um i guess a few things right so uh going back again to nick fury i i agree i liked what they did with nick fury because there was something that explained his origin as a black character how he changed right mm -hmm. and so i have no issue with that he it's not like he just was one day popped up as a as a black man they were like oh my gosh like what happened right we got mm -hmm. a backstory right and so um with that um I, I, that makes me feel okay right um but i, I also what's an example can, can you give me an example of where a blackening has not succeeded uh, where it's not succeeded. Yes. Uh, I, I guess more for bad writing than than just the blackening. So I can't say the blackening failed. Sure. Is the human is the Human Torch in a Fantastic Four movie? Yeah. Um, and I but I say it partially failed to me because it, it created a story where now Johnny and 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 Sue were Sue. were not biological brother and sister. Then the father was this the the a rich person or whatever who adopted a white person and it, it changed the story and it made it a little weird and it, it just didn't seem to they, there was no background there was no real they couldn't give it background right and, and it, it just it was a little strange to me it, it came off kind of forced like we just have to make these this black put this black character in here and so sure. that's for me that's just just a small part of the reason why the movie failed it was just bad mm -hmm. overall but the, but that was just another bad touch mm -hmm. um Another thing to look at, right? So we have a very important thing is Captain, the whole Captain Marvel situation um, where Monica Rambeau was the original Captain Marvel. Now right. she's she's like the, the she's the creation of the white Captain Marvel. It's just mm -hmm. a weird thing. It, it, well, it's, it's not. It's not like. Or are you saying because of the the movie or not the movie? Yeah, because, because of, of the, the show. But this was how she had. But it's how she had to be brought MCU, into right? the MCU. No, no, right. no, no. I, I understand that. But I'm saying in even in the comic, but even in the comic books, yes, you're correct. But even in the comic books, if I'm remembering correctly, even though Monica Rambeau was the uh, original Captain Marvel, they talk, eventually they started telling a story in um, the context of the comic books in order to say like, oh, actually someone else had your title before. Um, not, not, yeah. not Captain Marvel, right? Cause they called him Captain Marvel. Right. So if you're talking no, about no, Marvel, no, I think No, 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 I think I'm talking, I think, I, I think, I'm, I think I'm correct. I, 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 cause I look at this all the time cause it confuses me. Like mm -hmm. it, it, this is why I look at it. I'm like, wait, wait. So she was the original Captain Marvel and, but, but then someone tells her that she took like the, the name that she has actually belonged to somebody else years and years and years ago. If like that's, I... that's what they do in there. So the MCU is not the first time that they have done this to Monica. Rambeau, if, I recall, if, I, if I recall correctly, there, um, Marvel, which was Captain Marvel right. as we knew mm -hmm. him, was the was the Captain Marvel before Monica Rambeau. Yes, he was he the was. alien. Who Not had, that, who had those powers, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. he died of cancer and 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 whatever, right? But yeah. Um, but not that there was uh, the other Captain Marvel. Not that she was first, unless they retconned that to 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 supplant to supplant the Monica Rambeau identity, and then make the origins, uh, you know. But it, it's just it's, weird to me because now that's 
we're talking about blackening of characters and and the importance of the characters. Now we have to wait and see if Monica Rambeau will become important, right? And and and, this... and, and, and that's the I'm sorry, one, one more oh, second because I'm thinking about yeah. this goes back to the whole a little bit kind of to the Nick Fury thing, and I should have touched on it before. It was easier for them to do Nick Fury because the character, the importance in the character uh, to comics at that point was kind of fading. It was kind of dying out. Sure. Nick Fury uh, and and uh, what what's his his team again? Um, the age, the, the Howling Commandos. I even had one of those times, right? <laughs> Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos was dying out. It, the, the popularity, everything. So a rebrand was kind of necessary. Our, the iconic characters of Superman, Batman, and the rest of them are, are not dying out. They only die out if, if, the, if the comic book universes, the, the gods, decide to kill them on a more permanent basis. Right. And so, mm. you know, it's, it was easier to do a Nick Fury. And, and so that, sure. I just wanted to go back to that. Yes. What were you going to say, Rich? And then we'll wrap up. Well, so, I mean, as, as a matter of fact, it, it might even be too deep to get late in this episode. Because if you remember, well, I don't know if you guys know this. Captain Marvel to Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers was that Captain Marvel, who is the reason that Rogue could fly. She over, over siphoned, drained her powers. Oh right, yes. Mm. That's why Rogue can fly. And then, and then she became binary. She got to be a herald. And then, I don't even know how that. I don't know that Monica Rambo and the original Captain Marvel even knew each other in the comic books. Mm. I don't. I don't. I don't remember them being connected to one another's origin. I don't. She just showed up like in the 80s and I was excited to see her because it's a black woman. I'm, I'm just lobbying for people that look like me to show up with powers. So my <laughs> wife has somebody to dress ass too. We got it. We got to get, we got to get on. Oh, and if you don't know about the Blue Marvel. Oh, What's that? Uh, the Blue Marvel. The Blue Marvel. Bashir, uh, Byron Bashir, I think his name is. Mm -hmm. Marvel, one of the most powerful great, characters, great one of the most powerful car characters, look him up really quick, one of the most okay. powerful characters in comic books, black guy with gray hair, he, he can't really die, um, he got, his, his, power, his powers came mm -hmm. about like through some kind of experiment similar to Dr. Manhattan, right, ah. but he's, a, he's okay. a black guy, um, but yeah, he's super powerful, super mm -hmm. powerful, like more Good powerful probably in the century, so. Good to know. Yeah. Well, that was a good conversation. Thanks for joining me today, y'all, for a talking about blackening of superheroes. If uh, if y'all could let us know about your favorite moments of blackening or your not so favorite moments of blackening other than Michael J B. Jordan <laughs> and Fantastic Four, <laughs> who's gotten really reamed during this episode. We love you, Michael B. Um, but yeah, just let us know. Follow us on IG at Super Black Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. Hey, Jamal James, you can follow me at the Jamal James on Instagram, and I will definitely be advocating for a black Superman all the time, all day, every day. <laughs> All right. Once again, I am Sheridan. My pronouns are she, her. You can follow me on Instagram at Islands Zephyr Cooks for non-food related stuff. And Michael B. Jordan, we forgive you for the flat or uh, for uh, Fantastic Four because you gave us Killmonger. So we're good, babes. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and I am he, him, Richard, Richard Harden. You can find me Richard underscore Harden on Instagram. We'll still be talking about superheroes and money and the ultimate superpower. Uh, let's catch up on this one next time. And Blue Marvel might be my new costume. Now I'm checking them out. You, you got some with, with grays. I, I can work with this. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hello, this is Rose Andre, and thank you for joining us for The Blackening. Um, you can find me on the Instagram, Rolsey, R-O-L-L-S-I-E. Thank you very much. Omar here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Copyright or on IG at Original underscore, underscore Gamester. Uh, yeah, just had a lot of fun. Great talking with you guys. And see you next time. And as always, I am Zuri Washington, she, her pronouns. You can find me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. And don't forget, should you need heroes, we've got your back. We fear no topic, we attack. If conversation is what you lack, you'll find it here with Super Black. Up, up, and away. <laughs>